Hey, what up, Pick Freaks? Welcome to the latest pod. In this episode, we discuss Dennis's pick, The Unbinding, a 2023 documentary about haunted objects. We also briefly attempt a quiz that Dennis created on ChatGPT, watch some compelling ghost footage, and disclose any personal stories we have about ghosts. If you're into ghosts and the paranormal, this one's for you. Okay, let's get into it. Did you take the effigy home with you? Sorry, I was in the bathroom. Did I miss anything? <laughs> you did that too early. That should have been off the camera. I was off the cusp. I was just literally walking up to the microphone. I was like, oh, shit, look at that chair. <laughs> needs to move. Well, I started recording because I was trying to get it in there, but it does a five-second countdown. Well, I'm very curious how many people are going to watch The Unbinding, but... <laughs> I think we just kind of stick to more like about ghosts and maybe we, no way, man, we get into this one. I would recommend watching it. Like if somebody hasn't seen it, I would totally want them to watch it. Especially people from like my part of the country. Oh yeah. They're, they're based in Cincinnati. I know. I'll get into it. (laughs) Oh no. Um, you guys want to just go? Yeah. All right, today we are discussing The Unbinding, a 2023 documentary. After finding a strange statue in the Catskills, hikers become the target of a chilling paranormal phenomena. Dennis, how do you say it? Phenomena. (laughs) A little closer to banana than phenomena. As the activity escalates, oh God, I fucked up. As the activity escalates, occult researchers Greg and Dana Newkirk are called to uncover the truth behind the haunted artifact. Dennis, why did you pick this? So I've seen, I've actually watched like 20 hours of these people before in another uh, documentary series called Hellier, which is basically about, starts with them thinking there's goblins in Kentucky, they get a report from a guy and then it goes down this like crazy sort of path of where, what they think's going on with these goblins and all this stuff. So they had this whole series that I watched and I don't really believe any of it. I don't think, um, but I, it's just interesting. Their thought process. I started following this guy on Twitter and I, they've been promoting this movie, this documentary about ghosts and I like to watch that kind of stuff. So yeah, it just came out literally like the week of, and I picked it because we haven't really covered that. We covered UFOs, but not ghosts. So I like the very serious take on very unserious things, I guess. Dennis, what are these guys? Why t- did you pick this? <laughs> now, Dude, why are they, what are they talking about when they say they're, found goblins like what do you what kind of goblins are these they saw like they get a message from a guy that's like i saw goblins in my backyard <laughs> don't you get it come on but what so are they, they have the urge that to go search for these so yeah well called goblins they they went down the path of like could they actually be little aliens they saw little creatures 
and they call them Kentucky goblins because there's like a local <laughs> legend of Kentucky goblins. And then it leads down this path of like the Mothman, which was in that area. But what are they picturing when you with these goblins? Are they like Harry Potter goblins? Yeah, like Adobe. Okay, that's what I picture. <laughs> Sounds like a minor league baseball team. Kentucky <laughs> goblins. Yeah, so I this stuff's just interesting to me. I just like the I like watching the people more than like what's happening, I guess. I can see that. I will say, Dennis, you saying that while I was watching this, I was severely scared. <laughs> but then I recall reading why you picked it, and you said something about Kentucky goblins. And I'm like, I, I need to not be afraid of this because there's no way any of this is like remotely real. These people are a little crazy. Yeah. I mean, I've watched like, I used to watch Ghost Hunters and all that stuff all the time. So. But I used to be really scared watching it. Now it doesn't really bother me because I'm like, what's going to happen? A ghost is going to yeah. go boo. Well, that's a good point. I wouldn't describe them as crazy. I would describe them as just delusional or like wanting something bigger to be happening. Like they're not crazy people. They're just no and excited I think people. These people, I think, are more down to earth than a lot of other people out there. Like they take a more scientific approach about it, I guess. Yeah. That is one of the most scientific witches I've ever seen. (laughs) I knew, I knew knew as soon as the lady was like, I've been a witch since I was 16 in a very serious (laughs) manner. I'm like, Oh God, this is what I've gotten them into. Oh, and what were your thoughts when Dennis picked this? I was pumped to watch it. I didn't think it was going to be this scary though. Like were were you guys scared watching this? No. no. Not even remotely scared? No. I mean, I guess afterwards when I went to bed, I had like a thought in my head of like, see, ghosts. By the time I got to bed is when I, there was enough things that kind of made me less scared as I went on. But the first 20 minutes or so where the person was telling the story about this effigy, is what they call it. No clue what that actually is, but... They said that they brought it home and all these things were happening to them. And then his friend took it and then they shipped it to Cincinnati. From there, like I was like, man, this sounds really real. It felt very believable. But then they really ruined it when they said, so we set up this camera that we use to find Bigfoot. I'm like, oh, okay, so these people are fucking crazy. I think he was actually joking, though, when he said that, to be honest. Oh, well. I don't know. He lost some uh, credibility there. And then when you text, when I reread your text about the goblins and stuff, I was like, okay, I'm not so afraid of this. And then did uh, Sarah, the whole, Sarah watch did, it with you? Was she scared? Yeah, dude. I, I was seriously at a point where I was closing my eyes or blocking <laughs> my eyes with my hands. I was walking out of the room. I was turning on lights. I was like, I can't watch this. this Who is, is more scared? Spooky. You were Sarah. Um, Sarah sat on the couch the whole time and watched. I had to get up and look away. She like w- looks through her eyes. When I block my eyes, I'm not trying to look at all. <laughs> so you're both so. blocking your. You, got, you both have your own blocking eyes techniques. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was it was spooky, man. I was I was a little afraid of it. Not going to lie. I didn't find it that scary, and I don't watch horror stuff. I'm not like conditioned. It, this was more just like. Dennis mentioned like a character study or just like kind of like 
a small town type documentary. Um, but no, I didn't have any thoughts really before we watched it. I'm always interested in this kind of like paranormal stuff. Like I tried watching the X-Files. I tried watching like, I got the leftovers is very paranormal. One of my favorite shows, but. Mm -hmm. I would say these people are very good storytellers. I, that's. Yeah. yeah. So I think when you scare someone, you have to make it relatable. Or if you're trying to tell a scary story, something that people can relate to. And who hasn't heard banging in their house every once in a while, like whether it's a pipe or something falls. Or they said that the ground was wet and people are stepping in it. It's like everyone, there's water that's on the ground every once in a while. Like Dennis, your basement was flooded the other week. That's a really good transition because I was going to ask you guys if you've ever had like a paranormal experience. And I'll start with my own. Literally today, I was sitting on my couch and all of a sudden I started hearing like like a banging noise. Like kind of like a clunk, 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 clunk. And I'm like, holy shit. And then I uh, I went open I went over to the dry or the dryer and I opened it up and it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? So your dryer was just going off? No, it's just my dryer running. <laughs> oh, did you turn the you turned the dryer on though, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I ran it. Like, oh, so, so was this a joke or did you actually not, not a good joke? Not, I was very curious. No, you it have wasn't. no like paranormal experience i was trying to rack my brain thinking of one and i didn't but this is actually a real story from today i was walking to the corner store to buy <laughs> this is a clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> yeah all of his paranormal activities happened moments today happened on 9 14 no i just started writing the script for this podcast today so <laughs> it's a lot of fresh memories um i was walking to the convenience store this corner store to buy zins and I was watching these birds in the sky and they were all just flying around together. Like it's in dusk, like flying around together in like perfect circles and like these complicated patterns. And I'm like, holy shit, like what are these birds doing? But it, it like they weren't flying anywhere objectively. It was almost like they were like a track team running around a track. And I'm like, damn, like you, if you just stop and like watch the planet happening for a little bit, like you kind of you kind of notice some things like these birds are smarter than we think. Like they were literally, is this so fair? Kevin, how many milligrams of <laughs> THC were you on during this time? Where we do what five, does this have to ten? do with paranormal? It sounds like watching you birds. watch some birds out the window. Yeah. They, I, at the end of, no, I was walking down the street. Like at the end of the movie, they kind of get into it. Just like being aware of the earth and like being aware of like, Right? Oh like, yeah. Sure. Did you guys not sure, catch sure. that? And I just stopped and I watched these birds for a second. It was fascinating. And I think yeah. I might be a bird watcher now. Dennis, do you have Ooh, a paranormal? Well, I could get you into that. I could get you into that, Kevin. I got some books. Well, Kevin, on what you're saying, the other documentary series they have, it gets really into that where it's like paranormal doesn't mean ghosts. It could just mean like it's unexplained, and it could be like God or just the universe or things our brain just can't out of the ordinary. comprehend yet. So it's not like always dead people. It's just like, I don't know. It's just strange. Um, my only experience is the house I'm in now. I was actually sitting where I was at. Um, and it was right when I moved in. We haven't even moved in yet. I had contractors working here, but I would work in this uh, the attic up here. And I had a contractor at my house. And he was in one of the bedrooms, like fixing a pipe in the ceiling. 
and I go down and ask him how it's going, and he goes, oh, I didn't know you had a daughter. And I said, I don't have a daughter. And he's like, oh, little girl just walked by the room and said hi to me. And I'm like, okay. So I started looking around the house. I'm like, did a neighbor kid come in the house? And it's hiding somewhere. But there was no one in the house. And so this guy, I like really grilled him about it because I'm like, I'm about to move in this house. And he was very serious about it. Um, but then at the end, he's like, this kind of stuff always happens to me. And so I'm like, okay. I was going to say, is this guy, did he seem like he did a lot of acid back in the day and is getting some acid flashbacks? I don't know. But when we did move in the house, the owner left a note of like just some things to know about the house. And one was like, (laughs) tell us what what the owner did. I murdered my daughter in here. She runs around. (laughs) No, one was like, there's a ghost, but he's friendly. But they said he. But I've lived here. I've never experienced a ghost at all. So they're just assuming his gender. (laughs) I would love if there's a note like mailman doesn't know where to put the mail. And then that's like, (laughs) well, that's what it was. It's like the back door uh, lock sometimes sticks. And then number three was like, there's a ghost, but he's friendly. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember reading that note, like it was nine o'clock at night when I like walked in this house by myself and I was scared. Uh, Dennis, I, I do think there is, and I'll talk about it a lot in this pod, but. Like when you get people who believe in this stuff and then like they get together, like I think the guy you were talking to is clearly a believer. And I think you guys get together and then all of a sudden you start to create larger stories. No, because dude, I've never experienced anything paranormal myself and I watch this stuff all the time. That's why I don't believe in it really. Cause it's like, right. I, I, I guess I don't know if I don't believe in it, but I've never experienced it, so I would never say, yeah, paranormal exists. Like I so but this guy did have one of the worst haircuts. It was like Amish style. <laughs> so he definitely was something weird with them. Do you think it's because you're a ghost yourself? Oh. Maybe I'm a little girl. <laughs> Owen, do you have any stories? I don't. I, I wish I did. Just normal things that scare me throughout the night that end up being absolutely nothing. Owen's always covering his eyes and his ears. He's scared. I don't want it to happen. I'm terrified of it, to be honest, but it never happens. And that's what I kind of reassure myself after I watch these things. It's like, this never happens. Everything is scary. And then I don't know, I can get over it. Which was a good point that that lady made. She's like, life is uncomfortable and these things that might scare you, you have to like just learn to live with them, dig in, go deeper, and then they're not as scary. And I think that that's very true. Yeah, that was a really good like just life lesson. The witch said that? I thought it ended really strong, but I don't want to talk about it too much. I've never thought about that for like scary stuff. I've only thought about that for things that are tough, that it's like you have to just lean into it and then it's not as tough later. Mm Mm-hmm being scared so i learned a little bit from that witch which I, don't <laughs> like. I also don't like that she's out as a witch i feel like if you're a witch you have to be like closeted and don't tell people and do like spells that's her people. whole job how many followers do you think she has i looked it up Ooh, instagram fire instagram that is how popular yeah. are these people they're pretty popular uh I would say Just in the ghost community, if someone likes ghost stuff, they're probably up there. 
In the ghost community, you were about to say. <laughs> yeah, in the ghost community, they're popular. How many people in this ghost community? I would say that there's like, she's got, man, I want to say 5,000, but I uh, know that it's way more than that. I was going to say 5,087. I'm going to guess 75. On Instagram. 75,000. I think it's probably closer to that. The Witch has 26,000 followers on Instagram. Okay, so we kind of split the difference there, Dennis. So I didn't think about this until you started talking, Owen, but I had chronic sleep paralysis for like from like probably 16 to like 30 years old. And I think maybe that's kind of like softened me or hardened me rather to like the experiences of paranormal because I think nine times out of 10, if somebody tells you like a story about like creepy things happening during the night. You can write it off to sleep paralysis. Like you're half awake, yeah. you see something. It's but like clearly, it's just like a dreamlike state where you're half awake. It's yeah. I've I've had sleep paralysis one time, and what it felt like was there was something like over me, make holding me down almost like I couldn't. It like had a spell over me, and but I knew it in my mind. I'm like this is because I watched some documentary about it before that. And I'm like this is sleep paralysis but i could see if you didn't know that you'd think some sort of demon is like holding you down yeah if you don't have it weak like i would have it like three times a week because my sleep schedule was so irregular that i just got so conditioned to it like oh well if I, if I sleep on my back and i took a long nap during the day i'm gonna have sleep paralysis so now i have to like sleep on my side and try to avoid naps i remember you saying that when you came and visited seattle yeah yeah that was are you cured now? Yeah, because I think I just like avoid sleeping on my back. It's pretty much as simple as that. Um, I don't want to make myself seem more important, but it was something that plagued me for a long time. Uh, Dennis, you've watched a lot of ghost content. What is the most convincing thing you've ever seen? Um, I've seen like stuff move on its own. Like there's one like... Uh... So you've seen a documentary where things actually are like captured moving. Yeah. But then you're like, is it, it's kind of like what they showed in this documentary, that thing moving on its own. But like this other one, it was like, look more compelling. You, I get, you just don't know. Like, are these people setting this up? Yeah. Is there some other explanation for this? You don't know. I think that's the major flaw of this documentary. Like at on one point they can't, show you things happening because you won't believe it. And on the other point, if they don't show you things happening, you also will just think it's fake. So they're kind of like in a losing battle from the beginning. I think these people do a good job of like, I don't think they're making anything up that they're, I don't think these people are making anything up, but they might in their own mind be creating scenarios where content is made or whatever. So that trail camera footage that I was actually too afraid to watch <laughs> where the effigy moves, you think that they didn't set that up. So all of that is real. I think it's real, but I bet there's some, like the light flickered weird. It's a piece of technology and there's some, you know, it wasn't that compelling. The thing moving, it was like one frame of it, like moving a little bit. Did you actually end up seeing it? No. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't, too afraid. It wasn't compelling. Like, 
Kevin, what do you th- what do you think? It wasn't. Like- I honestly don't know what you're talking about, and I did watch. Well, it's this, hard. I swear. It's hard to make it compelling when you're trying when you tie a string to part of it. Also, I have never you know, heard anyone this. see this. I, I rarely hear, hear the word compelling. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> I've heard it nine times. <laughs> what about That's the word? Say, what about the word "say la vie" or phrase? <laughs> say la vie. Sarah that said it in an actual sentence today. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say that in my life other than that song. Yeah, it kind of makes you think like live, laugh, love or something. It's just like a very like strong cliche. Ah, say la vie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Dennis, did you I, have... I hear oh. her yelling at me in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm assuming you don't have any ghost content that's really convinced you, right? I really don't. You seem like you're a little too scared. Do you watch horror movies? I think movies? that's the problem. Yeah. No, I do watch horror movies. I'll watch scary stuff and I'll be scared for a little bit. But as soon as the movie's over, I like it's. I have no problem sleeping. I'm not scared at night, which is strange. I'm just scared in the moment. After that, I'm good. I think what scares me about watching horror movies is like I won't watch it and be up all night because I'm so scared. I'll fall asleep and then I'll have weird dreams about it that'll freak me out. Like it's not that like, is yeah. yeah. That is. It's like my subconscious that I don't want to see it. It's that's what skip, like drives me away from horror stuff. I think if I lived by myself, I'd be more scared. But like, I'm laying next to Lisa, so I figure the she'll ghost, protect you. Yeah, the ghost will probably go for the her first. She'll scream. I'll run out. Oh wow! Go. Do you want that on pod? No, I'm just joking. Honestly. Oh okay. All right, There's Dennis. No ghost. Did you- did you have a game or something that you wanted yeah, us to play? I have a game. All right. Hopefully Owen doesn't get too scared. Um, this is called Haunted or Hoax. Very similar game to what I did for you of the UFO one, which I don't think I ever made the podcast. Um, it didn't. Did you actually fact check it or review it? Yeah, I think it's good. Okay, I'll take that. Um, so I'm going to give you a statement and you have to tell me if it's a haunting or a plot to a movie and you'll get extra points. If you name the movie, is this like, you have to wait until you're done or we can, let's wait until you're done. Until I read the whole statement. Yeah. Can we get a hundred ghosts? Yeah, we can do that. (laughs) Okay. Keep the G's going. I like the G's. All right. Um, just making sure there's no like Superman. <laughs> what didn't visit his family? This team of Ghostbusters. Right. <laughs> Bill Murray and three other guys. <laughs> All right. Many guests aboard this retired ocean liner have reported seeing spectral figures and hearing unexplained noises. Is that a haunting or a hoax? Haunting. That's it? <laughs> it's your only explanation? Haunting. Yeah, that's it's both. Never seen that <laughs> movie. They're, they're, that's a show. That All one, right, yeah, I'm going to ask Chat GPT right now. Give me more details for each explanation. This is like a Ouija board. Okay, this ship, now permanently docked in Long Beach, California, has a long history of alleged paranormal activity. 
Reports include ghostly apparitions in the 30s, unexplained splashing sounds in the empty first-class swimming pool, and mysterious knocking in the engine room where a crew member was crushed to death. Haunting or hoax? I feel like haunting. I've I feel like I've really heard of this. Like I think there's a tour in Long Beach. It's a haunting. You guys are both correct. It's the Queen Mary ship haunting. Okay. <laughs> oh, Hundred man. ghosts. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. This is good content. <laughs> ChatGPT sucks. <laughs> Dix. <laughs> I like how you said you had a game and then you don't even have a game. I do have, have a game, but like game. I, as I read through it, it just, this one's bad. It's like, this is a segment from Twilight Zone, the movie, where a family comes across an old TV that shows events before they happen. The twist comes when they realize that attempting to change these future events results in unforeseen and often tragic consequences. Ho- ho- hoax, Twilight Zone. <laughs> All right. How about, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I, I, I'm going to do an audible here. Ooh, that's a football term for those that are wondering. <laughs> um, I was going to pull up some of the most compelling <laughs> ghost evidence, and we could maybe watch it. I don't know if that'd be good for a pod, though. Probably not. Hmm. Kevin? <laughs> yeah, let me think. Here, Kevin, while you're doing that, I'm going to show some. In Singapore, you, this might be security worth it. Cameras survey the right, area around the elevator. Can you guys hear this? This is the most compelling ghost evidence. Which, what part should we be watching? I've never seen this, so I might get scared. Whoa. You see that light? You always jump out video. Yeah, I did. That didn't scare me. This this doesn't scare me. Although I'm not. This seems fake. The fact that they have to add this music in, you know it's not. Yeah, I don't really know what's happening. Yeah, what is happening here? I mean, it is scary. They're going into work, first day on the job. <laughs> They're super nervous. <laughs> yeah, those the stock footage guys in business suits. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, look at that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Yeah. Do you guys remember those Screamer videos? When's the last time yeah. somebody sent you one That's of those? That's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be that one where they're driving. Oh, uh, we got another one. Wait. Okay, for the record, what are we watching, Dennis? <laughs> Very compelling ghost evidence. <laughs> on on what? YouTube? YouTube. Yeah. And so here they're in a a house. This guy's opening the door. He hears something. Heard something in his house. If that was my kid, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Get up. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> I would be like, I'm going to fucking throw something at you if you don't move in like three, two. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could honestly watch just fake ghost content for the next 10 minutes. This is so bad. What is the correct way to say ama- Amateur. Amateur. Everyone says amateur. Amateur. I think you're just watching English videos. <laughs> All right, Dennis, can you pause this for a second? I have a question. Yeah. What do you think is more bullshit, the UFO footage or the 
ghost footage? Um, I think <sighs> they both are identical in my opinion. Just grainy. Just really shitty. Yeah. Like the grainy, one we just saw where see anything. The one we just saw where the guys in the elevator and there's like an old lady standing <laughs> behind them. That was totally fake. Hundred percent bullshit. I think, but that was the least grainy out of them. That was the most like visual. So that one seemed the <laughs> fakest. There was a so. lot of production. They even wrote a story for it, like two yeah. businessmen like hanging out. I thought the kid one was cornier though, because it was just like nothing in the corner, and then all of a sudden he leaves for a second, and then the kid's dancing or whatever, <laughs> doing a TikTok dance. <laughs> yeah, um, I think UFO stuff is more. Real, just because there is a lot of shit flying in the sky that we just don't know, doesn't mean it's aliens. Right, it's actual real footage where this is just like, yeah, this camera is glitches up. or yeah. What else ranks in like the world of? I don't want to say paranormal, but I would say paranormal. Like, there's UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Loch Ness monster. What else is in that list of like the top ten? Like leprechauns. Do people really think they see leprechauns? Goblins. You didn't see the way he... <laughs> I know. <laughs> see that video at the amateur drawing of a leprechaun? <laughs> I almost got that as a tattoo, Owen. <laughs> that amateur drawing. Oh, shit. That'd be amazing. It would be a great tattoo, but it would it would come with one a lot One that of... you could... Yeah, I was going to say, one that you got to kind of hide. <laughs> yeah, one that carries a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, I'd, be cur- I'd be curious. Like, give me four more things that like rank in terms of like, the Mothman, which is like a. <laughs> no, we're not getting into specifics with. The, I don't know what this the fucking guy is. <laughs> so, yeah. You've never seen the He's... movie The Mothman Prophecy? It was like a okay. The movie that's your first. No, but it's based like on first, <laughs> yeah. uh, cue. It's based on real events around. Have you guys Can... ever seen the movie Superman? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Give. I'd, Mothman is ranked in the category of ghosts and monsters. I want something that's not a ghost or monster. Like, what's something else that people think they see? They see? Or, like, they're capturing footage of that's fascinating. This is a good question. It is, because I know there's something else. How about, like, um, when you talk to the dead? Ooh, a medium. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, I would argue. Oh, you know what? I think another one is just, like, so many girls are into like astrology and like moon phases that that is so bullshit and it's for sure yeah astrology i'd put up there oh honestly i think it's a hot take but i think like chiropractor like my girlfriend (laughs) like loves when i crack her back and i'm like there there is no way that is good for you like that is just instant like relief it is not medically like solving any of your problems it just kind of feels good for a second right i like that i like that pick kevin because i agree i think it's kind of bullshit people just keep on going having to get adjusted <laughs> yeah. so you're just getting your back cracked it's like i'm just going to adjust my knuckles really quick and no. crack them it just feels good yeah i don't for think that there's second, any improvement. like yeah, yeah it's just a feeling yeah no i yeah. don't think that you ever really see is. the ones where they like kind of yank their head like yeah, it's off. terrifying yeah. yeah, we missed an obvious one: magicians. <laughs> I was going to say magicians, but I thought that was yeah. Too but magicians, the whole thing is that it, they're. I mean, like a guy like Chris Angel, that guy's bullshit. But like a magician is, you know, it's sleight of hand and stuff like that. It's like, how did he do it? Not 
he's actually cutting this person in half. Like, what the fuck? I mean, how do you know, though, Dennis? Have you... That's true. Have you seen... Have you, no. have you seen the bodies? <laughs> no. Oh, I know another one. Conspiracy theories. Just like... I, I've never gotten into the conspiracy theories. But just like... Everybody likes Gosh, to make things would... more interesting. Like, JFK probably just was shot by a person who didn't like him. But everybody wants to make it seem bigger dig deeper for sure i was thinking of a conspiracy theory earlier in the day and i'm really bummed that i can't think of it at the moment but if it i remember up- do you guys remember um the first time i was ever introduced to like that was uh there was a documentary when youtube first came out called loose change and it was about 9-11 conspiracy theory and basically all the like why you know, a, a, a missile hit the Pentagon, not a plane. And um, there was explosions in the tower and that's what brought mm-hmm. them down. And they pulled World Trade Center Building 7, which wasn't even like hit. And they just demolished that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What's the... Yeah, what's the host still listening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I have one more... <laughs> thing that people oh, he, Dennis can't talk right now I, yeah, sorry. he that, had a really good so. point to make but he just had yeah, a little sorry. bit of a coffee I'm kind but, of yeah. sick so I'm just kind of a, okay so I, I for, we forgot about one thing that people believe in that aren't real but actually are real God mm. Jesus mm, touchy <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love the father <laughs> it is a that is a touchy subject that I feel like we maybe just kind of like scoot right around. Yeah. Well, there were going. there were a lot of uh, surprising religious elements in the Unbinding. What do you say we get into it? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Like the part where the we'll the get into it. Or the G- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So just a refresher. The Unbinding it introduces the oh this Dennis I don't know where you got this review from it introduces the award winning team behind Hellier. Led by paranormal researcher Greg oh, and yeah. Dana Newkirk. Skip the first part. Okay. You're going to have a lot of energy in this podcast. We need to get some content here. No, honestly, I think it's entertaining. I think we're good. I'm, I'm doing this sober, so. You feeling like, okay? I'm all right. Um, no, I actually have my own little beat by beat, too, that I think would be more, maybe a little bit more nuanced. Um, we're introduced to the movie, and right away, like, it, reveals that the movie is not necessarily about like ghosts it's about haunted objects like right there i was like oh that's an interesting hook like these people are really into objects that are haunted yeah i mean i i've heard of them and i knew they had this museum that they travel with haunted objects and whenever i think of that i think of uh like the most famous one which they made movies about is uh like annabelle Guessing those they own Annabelle, no, but that's oh. like the original sort of haunted object. Oh, I didn't know that doll. was based off of a haunted object. I will say dolls are creepy, like that is one thing that I don't. Dolls are yeah. scary, man. Dolls, dolls, and clowns. Doll, dolls are scary. Why you say it like that, man? I don't know. I was rec- I was editing the last pod, and I heard my Midwestern accent like four times, and I was like, "Jesus fucking Christ!" Hey, Dennis. By the way, from them traveling, have you gone to a convention where they're at? No. Would you? Um, it would be fascinating. I would love to go to that just to see the people. Yeah, you, 
you are you seem to be really into this <laughs> and you really like to watch those. I don't know why you wouldn't go. I wouldn't go out of my way to see them. Like if they were in Cleveland and for whatever reason I had nothing to do, yeah, I'd see them. So if they're in Fairview Heights on uh your street while you're yeah. walking your dog, you'll go in. Yeah. I, I just thought it was funny that like the whole thing kind of felt like propaganda for their museum. Like maybe they don't make money off of this movie, but maybe the people who see it will go to see their museum. The whole thing felt a little bit like. They have a podcast too. That's where they make them. Better not get more listens than this one. Yeah. So Um, they, they're based in Cincinnati, Ohio. So where Kevin is, which is kind of interesting. The nice thing about the other documentary that they do it's it's all about these small like Kentucky towns or like mountainous towns and it's just interesting like them there and the, the people they interview about have you seen goblins and everyone has a story like about what they've seen you know to bring it back to Twin Peaks though it's just like when you live in a small town like that you're bound to like create infinite stories like you're more than you likely make, you're you're not really in touch with reality when you live on a different planet. AKA you make your own town. fun out. Yeah, you make your own fun out there. Yeah. So, so this movie opens up and they're basically bragging about how they get a dozen packages a week. That doesn't seem like that many, <laughs> right? <laughs> I get a dozen packages a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're counting just items. They're not counting like an Amazon delivery. Either way, that's not that many. <laughs> It is. I think my neighbor actually hates me because every time I see him, he's like another package, and I'm like, "Cause <laughs> we get like three a day." It's like a, he's got a package tally. Yeah, he's like an old guy, and he. I think he never ever gets packages, so it like really bothers. And sometimes they're out there like overnight. Do you think he understands how packages work nowadays? You say he's an old man. Does he think that you got? family members sending you packages or is he know that you're ordering these i think he just thinks we're just ge- uh what generate millennials that just have yeah. to buy consume 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 i can relate to that because i will go to my girlfriend's house and she'll have two amazon packages out there and i'll like bring them in for her and she'll open it up and it'll be like a package of dish soap and i'll be like you could have just gone to cvs <laughs> like do you really need to buy it? like i think i'm just so conditioned to just like i need something i go to cvs like some people sure. are just like i just buy those little things on amazon and they come right to me yeah. so i kind of get it but anyways so they kind of get deeper into the objects and uh they were saying that like most of the stuff though that they receive doesn't really do anything for them um and that most people are just kind of like they kind of have like a what's called like a trauma connection with it. Like they're probably they're not schizophrenic people, but like their subconscious just like looks at something that has like a little meaning in the past, and they start to hear voices or like they start to like establish hidden yeah. meaning with it. Which right, I, I, like if you grew up with a doll that your dad used to beat you with, yeah, exactly, you can be a little bit afraid of it. Or yeah, or like your dead wife like used to brush your hair with something every time you see it you're going to start to have like weird feelings that's not paranormal it's just your subconscious yeah which i thought was very like scientific of them to kind of come to this conclusion of most of the i like that they said like 99 percent of the crap that they get nothing happens to you know if they were like everything we get has a you know a spirit tied to it then it would 
be totally unbelievable. So they kind of set the stage of like, we're doing this sort of scientific approach. They did a very yeah. good job of establishing credibility. And I liked that. I like they like really made me feel like, look, they're, they're answering all the devil's advocate questions. And they're saying like, Hey, like we know this, we know this, but here's what happened to us. And it was, I think that's what made it really, I, I would say it was a good documentary. Um, but then we get to her who he was apparently in love with for a long time. Uh, she's a witch. She's a just a witch. That's she's a Wiccan, right? Isn't that what they call themselves too? Wiccans. If your religion um, kind of deal, significant other started becoming a witch, like seriously, what would you do? I don't. I'd be like, can you show me. Let's do potions or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be like, show me believe. one. Show me one yeah, thing she... you can do that will change the outcome because of you. Some sort of witchcraft spell. Or I'd be like, let's go to the casino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blow on the... this. Put a little <laughs> stuff on this dice here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want a bunch of sixes in a row yeah. when the six is established on craps. That's what I want out of this witchiness. Yeah. And if and it'd be like, and if it doesn't work, this ends. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's either the relationship or you give up being a witch. Witching. But yeah. th- that doesn't remind me of an important question. Uh, did you think the witch was cute? No. Oh, I thought she was okay. Did, did you? I thought she was okay. I thought oh, she was no. like normal. She was Cincinnati's seven. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Cincinnati seven, yeah, that's pretty fair. I actually just saw a tweet from that guy. Yeah, what is she in Kentucky then? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's a ten. <laughs> I she saw the border real quick, and she go. I think my stock on her's down because I saw a tweet today <laughs> of of the guy quoting her, and they were on a plane, and he said something about how she had to hold in a fart the whole time on the plane. It really Ugh. grossed me out. And no, she kept pointing at her butt and saying, this thing isn't real. This thing isn't real. And she's talking about her fart. Sorry, is that not resonating? Oh, like the... <laughs> yeah. I got you, Kevin. This thing isn't real. It's a little pop culture right there. Yeah. So oh, not really, yeah. Yeah, not me. really hitting tonight. I can edit in laughs. Um, <laughs> yeah, put a laugh track on yeah. But then we get introduced to the object. And uh, I, I did think this was interesting like the number one rule is you don't take the thing home with you dennis have you heard that before like if you find a haunted object you don't take it home with you i've never heard that no but i would take that thing home you would or wouldn't um would you say no, i, I guess... wouldn't take that home no, no i wouldn't I that, no that thing looks too it. freaky but if i saw that thing without the nails in its head so basically Oh, we haven't really talked about what the object is yet. Just just say it. It's fine. Okay. It's so, Mokash or Mokesh. Yeah. So two hikers are hiking and they come across a cave and there's a little wooden uh, like doll that looks like a, a woman. <laughs> like a little wooden tiki why, or why like a statue. Why do you have such a – why do you both say doll? I Dolls. can't even say it now. <laughs> we are doll. still in Ohio. Doll, right? Doll. Dolls. 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 We hit our A's hard, and they're not even when there's not. But A's. I feel like hard I've A's. always had the like one of the hardest accents, like in Cleveland. I don't. I feel like I didn't lose it, but that you one. You got the Seattle accent. Doll. Whatever that is. 
I heard no. it when I heard it when your uh, when your I can I call him your son was talking, <laughs> Owen, Jack. Yeah, or who was the one talking about Mario? Yeah, it was Jack. He had like a little bit of like uh, <laughs> like a surfer. <laughs> Yeah, dude, they hang ten every West day. Coast, baby. <laughs> they did. It was like uh, it's a Mario. <laughs> I was like, that must, be a West- that must be a West Coast thing. But Sarah talks like she's from Canada. She says like a. Oh, so, maybe I heard a little is, bit. Maybe of it's that, a weird yeah. mix of like a California I mean, and we're a Canadian. Right, we're, yeah, we're right by the the border. The boy's dad is from California, so maybe that, that would explain it. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely like a little Orange County in there. So wait, it's not Dal, it's Dole? Wait, how do you say it's it? Just Dal. 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 D-U-L-L. Okay, so they come across Dull. a Dull. little Dole. <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> That's in the shape of like an old woman, and it has nails in its eyes, and it has a noose around its neck. So these hikers take it home. Then the thing starts moving like all the time when they're not around and they're not more scared. I've lived a long time, 32 years, and I've never had anything move when I wasn't around. And if it did consistently, I don't even know how the fuck I would react. I wouldn't go on Reddit. I would like fucking. <laughs> yeah. I would get rid of it. I would I'd get yeah. rid of it immediately. I'd yeah. burn it. This thing's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or I would just throw it in the trash. Like, so the like, one oh. story was the guy basically woke up in the middle of the night and there was like wet footprints all throughout his house that led up right to the doll. Um, and then the guy left for a few days and just kind of left that thing there. Yeah, he went and <laughs> out with his friend for a few yeah. days and came back and. They claim that they saw like an old woman and then that's when they decided to reach out to the Newkirks, which is the haunted pros. Can I run to the bathroom really quick? Yeah. Yeah. You guys can talk. Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> I was wondering if we're going to get this chance to I talk. never know if I should be like telling the plot or like throwing it back to Kevin. Now, Kevin, he's the narrator. He keeps us on track. So I think that's a good that's a good spot or good uh, role for him. Yeah, so I feel but like if I you're, if you're feeling the story, you could keep going. But if you need, Kevin well, I, and then I can just keep going and going, going and going and tell the whole plot. That's fine. I feel like someone will interrupt you at some point and break it up. Yeah, it is awkward when you keep talking and you don't get a lot of feedback. <laughs> yeah, because you're just like they find this interesting, funny. What? You just went pee that quick? I yeah, I had a pee so bad. <laughs> Dude, you need to go back to check the timeline of how quick that took. I will look at that because I've always had like I pee. I have to pee crazy hard and then it's done in like 10 seconds. It's 10 that, seconds. Does it like shoot out like a fucking pistol? Guy's got a high fire hose. I, it really does feel like that. Dude, that's how my uh, my two year old does the same thing. He like squeezes his pee out so hard. He went pee in the woods like a few weeks ago when we were on Kelly's Island, and it went like ten feet. The pee. <laughs> I I I don't know how deep I want to get into this, but yeah, I do feel like it is a fire hose, just like ready to go. I get you too. You're on a thing you need to get back to, so you want to go quick. Yeah, so you're probably pushing double hard, but, but, but at the very same time, fast, not, very fast, not all that different fast. than normal. 
Um, but speaking of editing this out, I didn't love like the <laughs> overall editing of this uh, of this documentary. Like I thought they lost a lot of credibility with how corny some of the editing was like some of the B roll footage where they would like show people talking and like reenacting scenes. They would do like a random slow motion reenactment. I thought that like took this documentary down a notch. Yeah. Like the recreations and stuff. Yeah. Like they didn't hire professional actors to do it or something. And yeah, it just I think, came um, off as like kind of making it cheesy. This is this is not like a Hollywood produced documentary. This is like these people made it themselves. I think for for probably the budget that they had, I think they did a good job. That's fair. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue because my next point is we get to February tenth, twenty sixteen, in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where I got really curious, and I looked up Greg Newkirk, and I found his website, and on his website. Because I was trying to find out where he lives in Cincinnati, where I live. And on his website, he has his number, which he like has on his website. And he says, in case of emergencies, call 513. Call it right now. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, I think we do it. We just see what it is. If it I know. Well, here's the, here's the catch. I texted him last night. I said, it was at like 1240. I said, because I, I wanted to get him on the pod. So I said, is Dennis more afraid of the documentary or that we're going to actually call this guy? Because he looks like he's going to jump through his skin. I said, at 12.41 a.m., I said, hey, Greg, sorry for the late message. Watching your new doc and wondering what neighborhood in Cincinnati this took place. Very curious as a local. No response. Green message. Dude, the thing is, you could get... So this person that just sent him this, they they said in the documentary is like, okay, I'm just going to send this to you. And then just sent it to the guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, no questions asked. This guy gave his address out. He said, here, you could send this. Hey, so wrote, I think, it's like a cartoon. I think we could come. I think what we do, I think we play the long play here. We need to fake this guy out. <laughs> I think we pretend we come up with a, a like a story that sounds realistic that gets him going. I'm going to get him on the pod. And we... Get his get, no, get his address and like maybe get I have the perfect right. object too. Owen's football. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him right now though, just to see if he answers. He said to yeah, call yeah. in case. Yeah, we could, yeah, we could get I don't know how this there. works because I have headphones on, but I'll put oh, them on speaker. God. He's like cranky. Right? What do you get? Yeah, what are you gonna say? We need to answer. It's a Google voice. Kevin. Kevin, you don't have a story. You're just going to let it ring. I think Kevin has a story he doesn't want to tell us yet. Tell, tell a story about how you've had sleep paralysis, something that's very similar to that, that you can remember. I can't, you can, I can't you listen got, to this. I'm like, oh, and cover my eyes. Can you hear it ringing? Yeah. yeah, you should say, pick up, pick up, come on. The office of the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult, the world's only mobile museum. Call and only, <laughs> only for emergencies, and it's a voicemail. Hey, this is Kevin. I actually live in Cincinnati. I just watched your documentary. And I, this isn't an emergency per se, but I am just genuinely 
genuinely curious. Like how many of the stories you hear are just from sleep paralysis? Because I have suffered from sleep paralysis for many years. And I just, I, I really feel like most of the stuff can be attributed to that. And I'd be curious to hear your perspective. All right. Thank you. Wow, that was very You're respectful. not getting the call back with that story, <laughs> Kevin. Come on. I thought maybe I'd get him with a local thing. I'll I'm gonna see I'm gonna follow his Twitter and I'll see if he uh, mentions that. Does he really like mention stuff he gets like caught in or called in? I don't have no clue. Okay. <laughs> the only one that caught my eye was the thing about his wife farting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next thing to talk about. Um they're uh I don't know why I laughed at this so much or like just caught my attention, but they were talking about the objects that they get sent in and they were like, we, we will document everything that's sent in. And then they're showing the, um, the crone and it's sitting on like a random chair and they're taking pictures of it on a chair. Did anybody else? Yeah. And it? the chair was like, like all beat <laughs> up and shit. Yeah. Like, why not? <laughs> I know. Like get a good background, yeah. maybe put like some, some lighting and, yeah, maybe because I work at e-commerce, but I'm like, it's very easy to have studio lighting. Just take a good picture of it. It'll be great yeah, for your I website. Yeah, I mean, look at, look at us. <laughs> we have amazing lighting for our yeah. videos here. I suppose, yeah, maybe it's not worth it. But um, then it gets to the seed where the, he's first starting to experience the object and its paranormalness. And I believe it gets to, in his home, the object freaks out or whatever and he comes into the room and there's a cracked jesus statue or cracked crucifix with jesus off of it and that made me wonder like one like obviously is this real and two like why does this guy have a jesus statue or That's jesus exactly crucifix? What I was thinking. that seems fake maybe it was one of the cursed objects though yeah i was gonna say at the beginning he was he was showing a bunch of different cursed objects and the cross that cross actually showed up that was supposed uh, to be a cursed object. okay well that answers that question because i just wouldn't picture i mean this guy mentioned that he used to be religious or he came up from a religious family but i just don't think you could be like in his line of work and still have a crucifix up that you're like praying to so i guess it was more of a decoration right i do like their uh story or i don't know if it's a story but then they say if anything interrupts something religious like it needs to be taken seriously or something along those lines and i thought that was a good um story it doesn't need to just be something with like jesus it could be something with buddha or other i don't remember that but that is interesting yeah i liked that part well anyways next something happens with the television and he's looking underneath it and at that point during the doc i was like god i wish that television smashed him on the head (laughs) you caused it man <laughs> i'm gonna get a hold of this guy and we'll hang out we'll go get lunch or something by the way that 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 doesn't track at all with this whole entire uh crone thing that has been possessed it doesn't track it at all after they explain what it comes from we'll talk more about that yeah going on, i don't but love the story it was never a point of in trying to harm people Right. Yeah, there's a lot that doesn't add up. I bet if you rewatch this 10 times, you can catch a lot of holes. Well, yeah. And they, so they, so basically they they start experiencing things themselves. And the one, the one I'm like, okay, this is, 
there's an easily explanation for it was where his girlfriend came out and was like, were you just changing a light bulb? Like after you got out of the shower, because the couch had like two footprints on it. But it just looks like they're, they have cats. Looks like the cats just sat there and pissed on the couch. <laughs> so much of paranormal activity can probably be written off to sleep paralysis and cats. Like cats oh, yeah. <laughs> are like the most mischievous creatures. If you have one in your house, like anything can be accounted. I would just think that'd be cat piss more than footprints. You know what I think is a good story too is that she accidentally spilled something on the couch, but doesn't want to play. Doesn't want it to know. She's like, "Oh, geez, did you do this? It must have been a ghost." Maybe that's how they got into it. It's just a bad lie. <laughs> yeah. The guy really was interested. The guy comes, yeah. or I'm sure, like the original story, like some guy like went to a bar pissed drunk <laughs> and then comes home after stumbling through a few puddles there's footprints all over his ground he wakes up in the morning the objects moved and he's like what the fuck happened here <laughs> probably i mean yeah especially in the country this shit kind of happens um but then they get this is where i really started to get skeptical they get to Paracon, which is some like paranormal convention in Michigan. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, really? This is where this stuff starts to happen? This is where it escalates at Paracon? Wow, what are the odds of yeah. this happening at Paracon? When the most people can see them. <laughs> see it and the most believers. Yeah, that just like, I don't know. That just really turned me off. But it was funny though. Sometime around this, my stream cut out and I was like, ooh. <laughs> But then it came right back. Yeah. Are you going to describe what happened at Paracon? I would love for you to, because I can't. Okay. So before the Paracon, when the TV was about to be dropped on the guy's head, they decided to put it in a box with a lock on it to stop it from acting up. Which makes me think, why didn't they tell that one fucking guy to just be like, hey, just put it in a box with a lock on it. (laughs) It won't bother you anymore. Um, but they did that and they went, I think, years before they opened it again. It was like a year and they were waiting for this Paracon to go to whatever. So then they had their booth and then someone came over and they're like, I really need to see that, the crone. And they're like, no, 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 not today. We're not showing you the crone. And then they, after some convincing, they actually open it up. And then the chandeliers start to shake. People start feeling uneasy. And some guy somehow is leaning back. His head is his head is leaning back like this and blood coming out of his <laughs> n- nose. Great that they and got that on like, camera. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. This is so ridiculous. That is too over the top. They need to make it a little less crazy. It's kind of like if you're at like Comic-Con and all of a sudden people started seeing the Hulk come through the door and <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh no, the Avengers are here. <laughs> like, what are the, <laughs> it's like, why does it have to happen there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? I feel like what they need to do is really actually put some money into this and be in a place that has some windows and have those windows just blow out. Or, while they're there. or like, what was the restaurant in, uh, New York City that they couldn't get into on the housewives or that they went to. Like oh, if yeah. something happens there, I'd believe it. Like all these I people catch. all these people just <laughs> trying to like be as cool as possible and all of a sudden Bravo catches like something paranormal. That I would Yeah, believe. that's true. 
like if freaking uh who, who's the one girl that jenna lyons was like okay i just saw that glass shake <laughs> <laughs> that i would i would be pretty convinced but i don't understand why they're like ghost people okay they have an object that they think is haunted and crazy shit happens i'm getting a camera and just setting it like putting the object <laughs> yeah. there having the camera on at 24 7 and trying to capture something why wouldn't they do that because <laughs> they're like that's a wasted time <laughs> i guess i mean i guess they did do that with the trail cam and that caught the object yeah but trail moving. cams literally only move when something moves yeah that's the whole point of trail cams. i've never thought about this before but it's you could literally fake you could glue a gopro on that thing and just catch its point of view and like <laughs> at night like running around causing mischief small soldier like. and it's not like the ancient goddess is like oh no there's a gopro on me i need to be still. yeah <laughs> that reminds me of they did videos of putting GoPros on dogs' toys. <laughs> they run around. Yeah, like I've, I've seen one of those where they run, dog runs all the way down to a beach. Dude, that would be the funniest video ever if they put it on a hot. It's like Toy Story. You see it behind like the TV, like about to push it. <laughs> you add some like commentary to it, like about to go hunt these people. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm gonna move this vase a little bit. I'm real. This is gonna be get them. <laughs> it's just pissing on the couch. <laughs> Watch this. I'm gonna move my head like this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will really, this will really freak them out. I'm gonna turn <laughs> a 15 move. degrees. <laughs> this will get them. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> just, these are the things you have to think about while watching these documentaries, though, because it's just like there's so many logical answers that I don't know. Uh, but this is where the thing started to win me back. They get into like the 3D scanning and they bring that friend in. The friend who, when they shot the original footage, was probably 75 pounds heavier. So oh, like, that guy, the time that <laughs> he reminded me of a. Uh... Louis Anderson. <laughs> By the time they started interviewing, him. he's very stable in the body. He's just... My favorite is scanning the person, and she's doing that uh, whatever thing where they she like says words, and it's like, yeah, it said something like, uh, "You're not like a nice guy," and he's like, "That's not the first time I heard that." <laughs> something like that. Really quippy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy was kind of wacky. The the whole that's where I mean I really enjoyed this part. Like it brought me back in. Um, first, it's where I noticed the main guy looks like Adam Scott from Severance. Dennis kind of oh, reminded guess, me of yeah. him. Greg Newkirk. Hair. Um, but I, I thought it was funny. They've been on the same ghost hunting team since they were thirteen. Especially <laughs> like after our football podcast, like what we were doing <laughs> at thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> like that was their sense I of honestly wish I was hanging out with those guys but I'd probably be a different life path you, you have such that. a more grounded perspective on reality <laughs> than if you were like the, your developmental years you were ghost yeah, hunting was in versus, that. versus being like disciplined on football like learning like look if you don't take a knee you better fucking run <laughs> <laughs> I took a knee I want to be a ghost hunter <laughs> Screw you, I'm hunting ghosts. <laughs> yeah, it's a much more 
you're going to make a lot more money that way is what I would have to say. Um, but then this is, yeah, they get to the, this is another really convenient thing. Halloween night, they decided to do a live stream. And who would have guessed on the spookiest night of the year, that's where things go, start to skyrocket. What are the odds, Dennis? <laughs> I don't know. There seems to be a lot of paranormal stuff that happens on Halloween night. So I don't get it. It's like people are looking for it. Then. <laughs> yeah. My my theory on that is they kept showing them like on Periscope or like some like YouTube live stream. I actually have a question. Like, do you guys remember Periscope? Yeah. Yeah. That thing came and went quick, but there was a period of my life where I would get on there and I would live stream. Yeah, I think I've been I on one with that. you. There was I, yeah. I, I did two. I, I there's two that remind me. One, I drank a whole gallon of milk, and I must have gotten like 50 people watching that, and I ended up puking my brains out into the toilet because of that live stream. <laughs> and I'm like. Of course you're going to like, I did that shit on like a live stream in 20, whatever, 16. Like, like if you get people on a live stream, all of a sudden you're starting to gain viewers. You're going to start to react a little bit bigger, make things a little bit more exciting. I think that's what happened there. Yeah. You do two gallons of milk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so yeah, they were doing that method where they listened to the, basically. The Estes method. Yeah. A radio that's scanning over and over again. And occasionally you'll hear like words. So it, you'll hear like, hello. She was so, or, so stupid. Bad boy or something like that. And then the person will, the person's blindfolded and has only headphones on. And so they'll be the one saying it. Um, but I think it's flawed because like they want an outcome. And so they could hear just random words. Yeah. And make like, it makes- sound like something. What Put they, a whole story together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why didn't they? Why, also, why did they only have one person listen and put only one bl- uh, blindfolds on her? Why don't they have it just fucking recorded too? There's definitely the technology to do that, right? Yeah, I think it's just like tradition for the Estes method, and yeah, it's produced it's results. Like, so you just one person. Yeah, that part. That part. I was like, well, this is clearly flawed, and you have the other guy talking saying stuff on what he's doing it's like it needs to be completely silent he's got to be in a different room soundproof room for this to go on it was was, it was flawed but it was entertaining i'll give him that oh yeah i loved (laughs) it (laughs) it's my favorite part of it it was yeah i mean she's just making up bullshit (laughs) words it's just like uh, bit him (laughs) (laughs) i keep hearing bit him (laughs) it was interesting though like when he was scanning they were like 3d scanning the crone and the thing like knew when it was scanning it (laughs) they did it though they made that shit up are you kidding me yeah i thought it was funny the girl was talking about her pains and i'm like look i'm 30 years old i have (laughs) pains everywhere i know i don't think about a pain right now (laughs) like there's my shoulder there's a little bit of a pressure there yeah like right now there's one in my neck oh no it's like maybe it's the way you're sitting on that bed (laughs) dude i noticed that because she's sitting like 
yeah. crisscross applesauce style. <laughs> White man style. <laughs> yeah. And dude, if you sit like that, you're going to have a lot of pain. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of tension yeah. in your – yeah. Of course yeah. there's going to be some pain. And then she's like 15 minutes later, it hit me harder. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Stretch your legs out. Stand yeah. up. Walk around. Look. <laughs> Again, for like Kevin, you know how you talked about when they were originally taking pictures of it, the backdrop was awful. Again, when they're trying to do a live scanning of this, they had it like propped up on a pillow, yeah. nothing around it going around. It's, the guy's like, I can't get a good scan. Like, no fucking shit, dude. This guy's done hundreds of these things. Get a fucking studio. Like, like where you can get a, yeah. that, that's, that brings me to my next point. Cause then they get to the actual 3D printing of it and they're like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I've never seen this, but I'm catching a finger. Meanwhile, if you go back, like the guy's holding the scanner running around (laughs) with his hand all over the scanner. That was so stupid. It catches like exactly how a scanner would like catch your finger over like the camera. Like that was just like, I liked that guy. He was my favorite part of the documentary, but like, come on. That's the main issue with this documentary and the other one is they just throw out so much random shit that none of it ties together at all. Yeah. They keep throwing shit the wall where it comes like, okay, this is becoming less and less reputable. They're almost like trying to be too credible. Like they're trying to answer all the questions. Right. But then we get to preserving the crone, which I don't understand. Like they're, so the next mission is to like create a replica of this crone. And I'm like, what does the replica matter? Like, you want the real thing. Well, they sell it for money. Oh, right, right. To people. It's a lot of money. I didn't didn't know that. Yeah, or they sell the, like, viewing of it to people. I figured they only wanted it because they had to bury the other one. And I honestly, I think if they didn't have a documentary to film, they would have just kept the original and, like, put that on display. But I think because. For sure. Yeah. Like it was fine in its box, just keep it in the box. Yeah, like people want to see that. They want to see the haunting. Yeah. They don't want to see this some... shit's fucking creepy as hell. Like, show it. What'd you guys no. think of Tyler, the prosthetics guy? Oh, he's Is uh... he the guy, the artist. Yes, guy? yeah. He was in the other documentary the whole time. The other one I watched. Um, he's kind of goofy. How old do you think he is? Thirty-six. I'd say. 29 in the documentary answer he was 27 he was talking about how he was 27 oh and i was way closer to you i thought he was like 36 38 damn i feel like he doesn't get a lot of sleep (laughs) he looks old he's scared (laughs) yeah he's up all night making like little creatures hell of an artist though yeah he was making was super impressive and yeah, that's a cool career. It's not going to pay, but like, it's a very cool hobby. Yeah, yeah. You might live in a basement. Like, a, he lived in a very <laughs> strange apartment. So, uh, but then in the documentary, they get into a little bit of like Ukrainian history and Ukrainian religion. Um, it made me wonder. We'll start with you, Owen. What's your heritage? Mainly, mostly Irish. Then second, Slovenian. My dad was 50-50 Irish Slovenian. My mom was like a million different things. So um, maybe Canadian, British, Scottish. Do you feel any connection to it? 
like your heritage? I mean, being being Irish, I think the Fogarty like, is very yeah. Yes, if you live in also if you live in either the East Coast or the Midwest, like being Irish is like a yeah. I think anywhere you're you have a lot of pride behind it. Um, I would so. say like the same. Like I'm like sixty Polish, thirty Irish. Or something like that. So, like, because my last name is Stuzinski, like, I do have this sense of pride in being Polish. Yeah, Polish. Yeah. Dennis, what about you? I'm mainly Polish. Drella Zak was our original last name. And uh, Strella Shack now. Well, should I say that? Um, <laughs> I think it'll be fine. Polish and then, listening. like, German. And then I'm, like, I think 8% Irish. Well, the reason I asked you guys that is just because, like, I did think this part was the most fascinating, just where they got into, like, Ukrainian Slavic folklore. Yeah. Wait, can I? So uh, the guy just had to release a whole statement about this part of the movie, this Ukrainian oh, no. part. Because the church that they're talking about, I guess, is like a hardcore right wing, like, Ukrainian church that treat women like shit. And so people are mad that he didn't like bring that up in, in the documentary. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. So he released a whole statement about how it wasn't really about that. And it, was it about wasn't that. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People insert themselves to them. Yeah. No it was how about how crazy this church is. And like, yeah. it's like implied, like they're going to have some weird traditions. Okay. That's annoying. I guess that makes sense though, to the background of the, the um, crone because they said that the girl felt trapped there's two voices like a guy crone. yeah like the whole thing was like yeah like a domination of men over women like that's that's how all these orthodox religions are they're just like very uncomfortably traditional um but yeah would they go i can't explain all this this is kind of where i started to tune out of the documentary like i kind of had my final thoughts and i stopped taking notes but they did start talking about them selling these statues on Etsy. And I was like, my e-commerce brain was like, mm, that's an interesting business. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. Did you guys like, I mean, I have some thoughts on like them going to like the mountain and doing all that. But like, yeah, let's just get to that part. They do the, yeah. un- why they call it the unbinding. So basically they want to take the spirit away from the object. Wait, Dennis, I do have a quick question for you. Like what was he uh tyler i think his name was he was using some tool to like measure the energy of the object <laughs> what was that shit i forgot to mention that because i have what no was there, that but dennis yeah answer it, it looks like, like a, a stud finder a, like a le- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's literally what i thought yeah no it's like an electromagnetic uh um wave picker what's that or- used for when you're not looking for ghosts <laughs> like if you brought it really close to a your Wi Fi, your Wi Fi, it would start going off. <laughs> so it's it's to find like electro, it's to wait wait different wavelengths and stuff. So the idea is that there's energy coming from it, or what, like sometimes where, in the ghost show they'll be just holding it still, and all of a sudden it will go off. Where do you use it for when you're not in a ghost show? <laughs> I think just to like find if there's like an energy leak or something. Oh, so if you like walk into a club and you're like, is this place cool? Like you just kind of like hold it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's good energy at this club. Oh my gosh. Club shit, vibes house. are off. Vibes are off. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't... All right. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, no, the, that, that I've like put. I was like, this guy's literally holding up a stud finder <laughs> yeah. to the thing, and it's going off when he's getting closer than nails. <laughs> yeah. to, to use the, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to use the ghost term, like I did find that compelling. I was like, oh, if this thing like is seeing it real, like I, I that was arguably believable to me. Um, unless but Dennis, you explaining that it could go up to like Wi-Fi, they just might have had an amazing connection there, and it literally may have been because the the nails were picking up on signals. That's what I I I feel like a wave like a wave kind of comes and goes. So like it could at one point be like nothing, and then it will like randomly pick something up. Damn, so profound. Yeah, I would think it's just the nails causing that thing to go off for sure. Uh, Dennis, continue to explain the end because I do, I do not have good notes on this. So basically they are trying to unbind the object. So the witch comes out, does a whole thing with her potions and stuff. And they are freeing the woman from the object. So they pull out its nails and its eyes and it's uh, twine around its neck um, and free it. And they said they felt they felt a difference after they did that. Just to add on to that, like they had like hiked up in the mountains. They had spent like hours and hours, like traveling to like this place where it was supposedly from. Um, So there was a lot of groundwork to get there. Yeah. My favorite part of it that felt like pretty relatable is the witch when she was um, making the circle around where they're going to do the ceremony. She had a little bottle full of rocks that she was like spreading around. And it reminded me very much of like when you're trying to make a cardboard sign where you make the first letter really big and you think (laughs) you have a lot of room, but as you get to the edge, you're running out. (laughs) She was going around there dumping so many rocks at first that she got a lot more conservative as how much she was dumping at the end. I would think that's the effect of the camera. Like, I need to make sure this looks great. (laughs) Oh, shit. Shit. (laughs) I'm running out. I don't have enough. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so at the end of the day, like they perform like a successful unbinding and it was incredible. And like the <laughs> goddess escaped and we, and like they didn't, if I recall correctly, we actually saw the goddess escape from the object and it was like really beautiful. And the, the goddess ended up doing like an interview, like, oh yeah. my God, like, it, turns out, interview. it turns out like all this was real. Like I was in that object. Yeah. This guy named Bidum was just holding me down and saying, no, don't talk. <laughs> and then they brought in Bidum and Bidum's like, fuck this bitch. And he was like, swinging a that bottle. Home, yeah. You don't know my side of the story. <laughs> Yeah, it was really it was a sit down pod, three hour podcast Joe Rogan style interview. I did not see that coming. No, and the whole thing was just real. It felt real. After that. Yeah, no, and at the end of the day, like all of our like beliefs and suspicions were confirmed, and they were also like, "This guy, David Grush, this guy knows his shit." <laughs> that psycho David Grush. Yeah. He's in the uh, news again because of the. Do you guys see the whole? Um, Mexican I saw the Mexican thing. That was interesting. Yeah, and, I just want to go up to it and squeeze its head because it'll just crumble <laughs> the dust. Uh, they're just a last note though. They kind of try to tie everything in together to make it more spectacular with some like 
oh my god this happened on the eve of saint something saint petka's anniversary who is a saint and it's completely related to moth mothra or whatever the person's name was uh, and i i thought that was also forced just like to really create a huge sure. conclusion i don't think it was forced i think that like i said i think they're really good storytellers they go from the beginning to the end they they did everything exactly very calculated like i agree i think they did a great job of telling a story i don't believe it i thought they tied it together in like a way that was like totally reasonable like i mentioned earlier they're just like look this isn't about ghosts or spooky things it's about like being connected with the planet and trying to like sense what the planet is telling you and like we all are at the end of the day connected things i thought that was interesting and Mm -hmm. yeah like i'm happy i watched it and i thought it was cool and i i don't believe in ghosts or whatever these goddesses are but yeah they made me think a little bit more and i watched those fucking birds so they got something out of me on record, Kevin doesn't believe in ghosts. Dennis, yeah, what's your thoughts? I have to say yes or no. Was it better or worse than that other thing you watched, Hellier? It was more concise. Hellier was like, imagine that documentary, but eight hours long. <laughs> and they're just doing, and it's just random shit, like... Oh, we saw a can in this cave, and now we saw a can in this cave, and it's connected and all that shit. But uh, believing in ghosts, I would say I don't not believe in them, but I don't fully believe in them. So, like, I have no proof either way. Yeah, I'll always believe in, like, paranormal experiences. I don't think, oh, man, that movie Ghost Story was so good. With Casey Affleck. Oh, yeah. That was that was good. like the most realistic inter- interpretation of how I picture ghosts. Like these things that are around. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, and it's really boring, but it's like very fascinating. It's, it's like from like, the perspective of a ghost, which I've Yeah, just like seen. a and real it, ghost it like, that cannot communicate with humans. It's yeah, and it makes sense like why they do certain things. Yeah. and It's a, it's a good oh, one. Yeah. Scary or not scary? No, not scary. Or just like okay. maybe a little sad. It's Casey Affleck. Yeah, Casey Affleck's voice, awesome. Right? He's awesome. I know. That's I'm like, oh, I'd love to watch that. Then it's one of Sarah's favorites too. So we could definitely get her into that. It's an A twenty four. Kevin, what, too. what's your thoughts? Ghosts, That's real popular. or not? Um, I'm always going to be she, curious in the paranormal, and I I love shows about the paranormal, but I, I'm more on the side of a doubter that like i want you to prove me wrong i'm always gonna have like a thousand answers to like tell you why you're wrong but hey i'd love to hear the i'd love to hear the other perspective yeah i'm with kevin that i think that you could there's always an explanation that's why i just don't think that they're potentially real and if they are real we don't have connection with them i feel like they're in a different dimension that we can't you guys ready for my pick yeah let's hear it all right so i was thinking about owen's upcoming wedding and i wanted to do something wedding themed so i thought we could either watch one of two movies we can either watch my big fat greek wedding or my best friend's wedding um I've never seen my big fat Greek wedding. I haven't either. And I'm actually going to a Greek wedding next weekend. So that's why I'm kind of like, I'm interested in watching it. 
I feel like it's decided then. All right, let's watch my big fat Greek wedding. Okay. Do you know if it's on anything? It has to be. I, I, yeah, it has to be. They're actually just coming out with a sequel now. Yeah, it came out last weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, the but third I think movie. clearly they've made three movies out of it, so the first one must be good. So let's just watch that. So my big fat Greek wedding. But on top of that, A, oh, and I would love to hear more about your thoughts on getting married. And B, <laughs> I thought we could try to come up with our own ultimate wedding playlist. Perfect, because I need some help. <laughs> I texted you guys. I was like, I have a lot of songs, but they're very Oh, so should we come key. with like two or three songs of like why this is a good... Maybe we I should pick like a slow song. No, no, I think we can do a draft like we did for Now yeah, That's What I Call I Music. It'll be a long episode, yes. but I think we can get like two parts out of it. Let's do it. I love it.